Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval renaissance and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. This hour will spend time with composers who played and loved to write for the bass instruments, those you can't fit in the overhead compartment of an airplane. We'll also explore music written for three violins rather than two, and on our featured recording we'll hear chant from a 14th century manuscript called the Thomas Gradual.
That was music from a manuscript called The Thomas Gradual, performed by the ensemble Amarcord. We'll hear more from this recording later in the hour. Every musician thrills at least a little to the sound of his or her own instrument. Violinists love the sound of the violin. Harpists enjoy the multiple sound colors of the harp. Composers are no exception. The history of music is full of flutists crafting new tunes for the flute, or pianists composing piano music. It's especially easy to love a melody, that high, sweet voice that carries the tune. But a few composers aim lower, writing solo and chamber works for instruments that spend most of their time in the depths. This hour on Harmonia, we'll explore some early composers who wrote music for bass instruments. Let's start with a sackbut. The instrument with the hilarious name is a relative of the modern trombone. It was often used to carry the bass line in sacred music and secular fanfares during the Renaissance and early Baroque eras. But some composers, particularly those with an affinity for brass, wrote wonderful chamber works for sackbut. Dario Castello, who may have been a brass player himself, wrote sonatas that could be performed by a variety of instruments, and the combination of cornetto and sackbut on solo lines would not have been unusual. Thank you. 
Music featuring Sackbutt, we heard Dario Castello's Sonata Corta, performed by Concerto Palatino. Bartolome de Selma y Salaverde came to Innsbruck from Spain in 1628 to enter the service of the Archduke Leopold as a virtuoso bassoonist. Let's listen to a composition for Dalcian, an early bassoon-like instrument, by Salaverde, who wrote what are probably the first solo works for his instrument. Salaverde's works, filled with difficult, wide-ranging passage work, still challenge today's players.
Music for Dulcian by the 17th century Spanish virtuoso Bartolome de Selma y Salaverde. We heard an ensemble version of his Fantasia per Basso Solo, performed by the United Continuo Ensemble. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. The cello was still a relatively new instrument in the 1600s when the Italian virtuoso Domenico Gabrielli began composing some of the first solo works for his preferred instrument. The difficulty of Gabrielli's compositions, including double, triple, and even quadruple stops, suggests he was a master player. Cellists Richard Tunnicliffe and Sebastian Comberti perform music for cellists by the 17th century cellist Domenico Gabrielli. We heard Gabrielli's canon for two cellos. The cello may have been making inroads in Italy, but in England in the 1600s, the bass viol was still king. 
the composer and viol player Christopher Simpson celebrated his chosen instrument by publishing The Division Viol, a popular viol tutor, including instructions on how to make variations or divisions on popular tunes. Simpson also composed rich fantasy suites for treble viol, two bass viols, and basso continuo, inspired by the Four Seasons. Music by Christopher Simpson, performed by Les Voix Humaines. 
Across the channel in France, one of the most celebrated viol players of the day was fast becoming one of the most celebrated viol composers of all time. Marin Marais was the son of a shoemaker who rose to prominence in Paris on the strength of his skill with the viol. Let's start with a piece in which two bass viols partner with one another in a gigue from Marais' Concerto No. 59. Then we'll hear something stranger, a present-day arrangement of two musettes by Marais, performed by the Australian group The Marais Project.
That was an arrangement of two musettes by Marin Marais, performed by the musicians of the Marais Project. Before that, we heard Les Voix Humaines playing Le Précipité, a gigue from Marais' Concerto No. 59 for two equal bass files. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, presenting EMA's annual Young Performers Festival on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. We began this hour with music for a lower range. Now let's move on to something higher. Like turtle doves and socks, violins travel in pairs. In orchestras, there are first violins and second violins. In chamber music, there are trio sonatas of two high instruments, often violins, playing together over a bass line. But what happens when a third violin gets in on the action? In 1661, London found out when King Charles II brought German violinist Thomas Balzar to court for the then exorbitant annual salary of 110 pounds. Balzar made a splash in England. After hearing the German perform, diarist John Evelyn wrote, quote, I stand to this hour amazed that God should give so great perfection to so young a person. But at court, Balzar was the extra man. He joined the elite group of musicians called the King's Private Music, which already contained two fine violinists. Fortunately, a handful of composers rose to the challenge, writing pieces for not two, but three violins. We'll hear some of these rare three-violin pieces, but first, let's listen to one of Balzar's catchiest compositions, Divisions on the popular tune John Come Kiss Me Now.
We heard Thomas Baltzar's divisions on the tune John Come Kiss Me Now, played by the Palladian Ensemble. Inspired by his new employment, Baltzar also wrote a ten-movement suite for three violins that inspired other composers to get in on the fun. One of these was the Italian immigrant and violin virtuoso Nicola Matteis. Diarist Roger North wrote of Matteis that, quote, his pride and arrogance was incomparable. Nevertheless, Matteis took England by storm. He had a stroke so sweet, wrote John Evelyn, and made it speak like the voice of a man. Matteis's divisions in D minor, written for three violins and bass, is as fiery as its creator. Thank you. 
we heard Nicola Matteis's Divisions on a Ground in D minor, one of the few pieces to use a trio of violins, in a performance by the Parley of Instruments. The most celebrated violin threesome was written by a native Englishman. Henry Purcell's Three Parts on a Ground features three violins cartwheeling over a repeated bass line. Purcell wrote the work in 1678, 15 years after Balzar, a notorious drunkard, died, once again reducing the number of violinists in the king's private music to two.
We heard music for three violins performed by the Parley of Instruments. That was Henry Purcell's Three Parts on a Ground. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Our featured release contains two 14th-century masses that have recently been recorded by the ensemble Amarcord. The music on this recording comes from a manuscript known as the Thomas Gradual, a valuable source of German medieval liturgical music. Let's hear some music from a mass named for the Leipzig Thomaskirche's patron saint. The Apostle Mass for St. Thomas would have been a high point of celebration each year for the local parish.
Amarcord sang the introit of a mass for the patron saint of the St. Thomas Church in Leipzig. This particular Leipzig church has a long musical tradition. Its boys' choir was founded in 1212 and is still going strong. In fact, Amarcord, itself founded in 1992, is made up of former members of the St. Thomas Boys' Choir and thus connected to its music by a long lineage. Let's hear them perform again. We heard Amarcord sing Sequentia Salat Ecclesia from the Mass for the Dedication of a Church preserved in the Thomas Gradual, a 14th century manuscript now held at the Leipzig University Library. Learn more about recent early music CDs on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. 
Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writers for this edition of Harmonia are Anne Timberlake and Janelle Davis. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Janelle Davis, Elizabeth Clark, and Heidi Siebers. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Luann Johnson, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.